0: I am chatting to Nompikazi one-on-one and she's going to be talking to us about the most important skin hack. That it's not only skin deep, but that sometimes what's going on outside has something to do with what's going on inside. So Nompikazi, hey, you have got some hacks for us <laughs> in your skin journey. What have you hmm. What are you loving about your skin now? Right. And what didn't you love about your skin before?
1: I really love how you frame the question because it was initially hacks and what I love now versus then. And it really has been a pilgrimage, a journey of finding myself again, which I can now call a hack because I had to go through a journey. And I think that's normally what happens with a lot of hacks, right? Mm. You kind of experiment, you fail forward, There are things you do really, really well, others not so well. Until you find like a methodology or a formula that sticks. So I think for me, that hack had to begin internally. A lot of you know confidence issues, self-esteem, um, and not really knowing how to define myself as a young woman. Mm-hmm. And I think you know we go in our normative years, twenties and thirties, almost allowing ourselves to be defined by the world. Mm. And we're running around with insecurities. Big time. All of us have them. 100%. Yeah. And so there's a certain point I think we all face in our lives and maybe even all the time, not Mm. as if it's one eventual journey, but most recently I've gone through that milestone of rediscovering and re-identifying who I am. So, um, you know, single parent household, both my sister and I didn't really grow up with our dads. And I think um my sister for example has darker skin than I do and I have the same kind of skin complexion as my mom and our mom and I think growing up there was always kind of like an insecurity in terms of our skin complexion that was the first thing and I always carried some level of guilt as to why do I look like mom more than she does but I think Mm. (laughs) over the years as she's now grown so beautifully in her own skin she's now a successful lawyer living in Europe I wish I could trade places with her. Must be nice. Must be so nice, right? (laughs) But she's now actually started to exude so much beauty that her and I both love in our mom Mm -hmm. in her own way. And I see so much of our mom in her. But for me, I think I was always that girl in weaves and wigs because I was as I was growing older, maybe initially I looked like my mom more, Mm -hmm. but then I started to look a lot like my dad. So I had a lot of internal conflicts of... You know, who do I look like? And seeing myself in a mirror and seeing a man that I never knew growing up. So then I was like, okay, well, I don't know if I can, you know, deal with this face every day. And I think not only wigs and weaves as almost a cover up, but makeup mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm taking the long route. I'm taking mm-hmm. the garden route towards we this We love hack. the detail. <laughs> but I think definitely um, the exercise of, You know, putting so much effort into how I presented myself, but not for the right reasons. I think I was definitely hiding from who I am naturally. Not to say there's anything wrong with wigs or weaves. I mean, I run a hair salon, (laughs) so I fully endorse it. Yes. Um, But the point that I'm making is identifying and being a lot more discerning and making sure that what we do in terms of how we invest in ourselves from skin to hair, that it's all coming from a good place of enhancing on what's already there Mm. Mm. and so um I would almost wait like let's say if I got home from work I've already done my face beat for the day I'd wait until after supper to wash my face because I really didn't want to see myself in my truest form for a very long time I'd leave the face washing for just before bedtime before I put my glasses on and maybe put a hair net or a of eats on mm-hmm. before going to bed. And then similarly, when I get up in the morning, first thing I do is work on my face. And earlier this year um, at my hair salon, I decided to actually cut my hair.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I initially did a blonde mohawk mm-hmm. for the December period last year, which Fabulous. was such fun. <laughs> Love my blondes. Um, but then, yeah, I think I just decided, let me start afresh with my hair growth. Yeah. Um, and I've been, you know, using the Luminesce range for, you, you know, you guys have looked after my skin for a couple of years. And I think when I, yeah, when I started, so I've been using the range. The range has been doing good for my skin, but I never really started to, I, I couldn't then appreciate the benefits of
0: having a good skin. Having the
1: good skin or everything that you, for example, have invested in. I mean, you took time to analyze my skin to say, you know, with the hyperpigmentation and all of that. So everything was going well under, you know, levels and heaps of makeup, right, Mm -hmm. with the foundations, et cetera. But one thing that happened, um, I remember it quite vividly, is um, Jade, who was working with me at the salon at the time, took a razor, cut my hair off. And I remember just taking deep breaths and even just praying to God. I'm like, okay, this just means new beginnings. I don't know why I was doing it. I don't know why then, but it just felt like it needed to happen. And as they were now shaving and I could see pieces of my hair on the floor, I looked at myself in the mirror and I just saw my dad looking back at me and I burst into tears. Oh, honey. And I remember for the first time I didn't really resent what was looking back at me. I also had to make a lot of peace with my past. Um in seeing that, look, I may not have gone to know the man like growing up, but I'm grateful to have both my parents around in this day and age and to lay it at God's feet. And I think when I started having that kind of internal conversation with myself, I was able to also just appreciate who was looking back at me, Mm -hmm. um, especially because my dad's features are so strong. Mm -hmm. And at times I look like my mom if I put on red lipstick, but... (laughs) So so
0: who is Nompikazi behind the mask?
1: So Nompikazi definitely needs no mask anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I would invest thousands a month going to buy your makeups, foundations, you name it. Um, I think she's, or I know she's a woman who finally knows who she is and whose she is. Because I think we all harbor some form of resentment or pain from our past. And if we're not dealing with it correctly, um, it just manifests itself in such toxic ways in terms of how we engage with our loved ones or how we present ourselves in the workplace. And if I hadn't identified that, I would not be the numpigazi sitting in front of you today. So mm-hmm. I am renewed, mm-hmm. um, a lot more at peace and a lot more grounded. hmm A lot less unshaken and deeply rooted in what God wants for me and my purpose. But that was not an overnight journey. It needed me to just to stop piling on these layers of makeup and to actually appreciate where people who just want the best for me have already invested so much. The Lamelles of the world, your entire team, um, and just embrace that. I mean, I'm sitting in front of you, maybe okay with lipstick. I'm trying to remember what's on got a bit of bronzer and, and, you know, let's say a bit of blush on my cheeks Mm -hmm. and obviously magnetic lashes, but, you know, it's not a vast difference in terms of a before and after, Mm -hmm. you know. And I realize, you know, it's also maybe a principle of where to really invest in terms of our well-being, our mental and spiritual state. Um, There's the superficial rather the cosmetic stuff that's not really sustainable, But if I, and I've learned that rather invest in, you know, that kind of um, well-meaning entity and resource like products that I'm now using uh, with Lumines and day and night, that's the time I should be investing rather than an hour on a face beat. Because if I invest in the morning uh, regime or regiment and the evening, Mm. that means I need less time. Literally, I wake up. It's such a good feeling to say I woke up like this because- That's almost what it is. It's not even more than 15 minutes. It's easy. It's seamless. And it feels easy. And lighter. Yeah. You know, there's no heaviness on the skin of like, you, you know... You spend so many, and you know, with the whole contouring on the nose, everything. I've, I've still got all of that in my kit. And you'll use it. Yeah, now for and those then. occasions. Red carpets. Yes, yes you red carpets. We 100%. never know when they're going to come up. But even this morning, I was like, should I do the face beat? I'm like, no, I don't need it. Mm-mm. You definitely don't need it. And, and it's thanks and it's to a, you
0: guys. It's a, so looking from, if I look at the journey that I see that you've gone through, yeah. um, and and. How, I mean, I didn't know that you were going through this journey of internal conflict and, and the challenges that you were experiencing. I think you are a beautiful woman. Thank you. Um, and, or I know you are a beautiful oh. woman. Thinking is wrong. Yeah. It, it was initially, and also I wear, I've worn makeup all my life. Yeah. So I I have the opposite to you. I have no lashes and no brows. So if I don't color them in, I look a little bit like a white mouse. Okay. Um, so I've worn makeup all my life. So there's nothing wrong with wearing makeup. No. But it it you there was a hiding and there was a little bit of a, a plasticiness 100%. And and now you are such a beautiful glowing person. And you Thank were you. always confident. I don't think that you were less, co- you didn't seem less For confident sure. then as you do now. But it's just the fact that we can actually see who you are.
1: Yeah, I think that's very well put. You like know, seeing who
0: I am. And see the glow. Yeah. And the glow matches what we see in your eyes. Thank you. And the haircut was a good thing. <laughs> I know that at the moment you've, it's a weave. Yeah, I've got a weave in, you yes. know, but some of my we hair is still a, there.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, and it's just a naturalness. And I love that about where we are in the whole cosmetic industry at yeah. the moment. big time. Is that there is a place for um, the the contouring and the, you know, all the makeup and the professional makeup. Absolutely. I, I love absolutely. my skin when I have professional makeup on. Love it. Also. But there is also a space for just looking, who, looking like who you are and looking naturally. Absolutely. Um, and, yeah, that is a phenomenal, that's a phenomenal hack. Yeah. Just to go
1: find yourself. Big time because you're saving hours, literally. I would wake up an hour. So let's say you wake up, if I go to gym and I train, come back, shower, I still needed a full hour mm. to do my face. Mm. But now it's literally just 15 minutes. So I'm saving 45 minutes a day. Just by using my Lamel products, as you've told me to, and if I listen to you and apply it correctly and just dedicate those few moments in the morning and in the evenings, it means long-term, you know, I needn't worry about, you know, hours per week that is lost. Mm. Seriously, I'm losing out on so much. And it's not a complicated routine. No. And the products are good for your skin. Very. Fabulous. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think coming back to even my younger sister with her darker complexion i think even when i started the journey for my hyperpigmentation um you know my sister always had that kind of consciousness about having darker skin and i think at some point i was even targeted saying well why are you lightening your skin um but i think with proper understanding of you know the treatments and the process Mm -hmm. is that it's not a lightening process it's brightening. It's yeah. brightening. It's just bringing out what was already there. Mm. And I think that principle can apply quite easily in terms of who sits before you. Yeah. Is that it's almost like, because to me, and tell me if this an- analogy is wrong, lightning is like taking bleach onto something, and it's, let's say, whatever's purple becomes like light lavender because mm. you've now taken the color out. Mm. So you depigment it. Correct. You remove the pigment. Yeah. We, yes. we, I love my melanin pigmentation. And so the, the idea is not to remove it. It's just no. to take off any unnecessary blockages or, or, or an excessive pigmentation yeah. that cl- cleans that away mm. and actually re- allows just your true skin complexion to just radiate. Mm. So I really do feel like it's been an internal cleanse as well as, you know, at skin level. Um, and I think that is why I'm able to just celebrate myself naturally a lot more. Yeah,
0: is that path is, is a good path? That Absolutely.
1: You've and whether you have lighter or darker skin naturally, mm. it's it's not for even darker skinned women or people to feel like you know this is now a movement of lightening mm. of skin. It's really just you know um, allowing your true pigments and your true melanin to mm. to come to the shore.
0: And that's a global concept, and it's something yeah. that I think everybody needs to realize is that we all see, see things in ourselves that other people don't necessarily. Very true. And the color of your skin is part of who you are. Absolutely. Um, and there might be insecurity linked to that, but it is a personal journey. And I love the fact that you've been able to share that with us. Thank you. Thank you very much, Nompikazi, for spending a little bit of time in a one-on-one with me. Sure, it's
1: been an honor. That was
0: an interesting conversation. And yeah, I'm hoping we'll do many more of those. I look forward to it. Listen to this podcast on all audio platforms and please share it with people who you think would value this information.